If you already ready, you ain't got to get ready. Oh, <laughs> I like that. Thanks. <laughs> but we're cheap, too cheap for therapy with Marianne and Corinne. Well, I got my Dr. Scholl shoes on. Oh. Feeling comfortable, toasting my buns. I think I'm wearing Dr. Scholl shoes. I am! Oh my God, we're old! We're old, yay! Hey. Give me a Sanka. <laughs> well, hello, Kareem. Oh, hi, ma'am. And hello, listeners. Oh, hi, ma'ams. Or gentlemen, or non binarians. Is that like a veterinarian? Maybe. A non binarian? <laughs> Sure. Is that like a Maldorian? Maldorian? Yeah, isn't that like the new Star Wars biz? I don't know. I haven't Me seen it. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen the newest Star Wars. So I no. have not seen any of them except one. Which one? Did <laughs> I <you> don't <laughs> know. <laughs> the one with Ray, the girl. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we went to the 4D theater. Yeah. So it like blows water in your face and the seats Ooh. move and stuff. It was actually really fun. Where's that? Uh, Seattle. That's fun. Yeah, it was That's real nice. fun. Okay. The children enjoyed it. Yay. And so did I. Great. Yay. Well, oftentimes you take the children to enenjoy something and you tolerate it. Oh, that's true. Being mm -hmm. the parent. Yeah. Oh, by the way, this is Too Cheap for Therapy. I'm Marianne. Oh, hey there. I am a non-real therapist, and my name's Kareen. There you go. Hey, Kareen. Yeah, hey. So what's new with you? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's been the Kareen Hour. Yep, y'all enjoyed it. Okay. Um, no, actually, things are going very well. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you recall, but I had some resolutions. Yes, how are they going? Awesome! Hey. Yeah, they're going really well. I'm snorting lots of cocaine. No, <laughs> no, I'm that not. I'm not. No, but in 11 days, I have been on the treadmill every day. Oh, very good. Every day, even when I don't feel like it. Okay. Good. Uh, watching my stories and walking on my treadmill. Watching my stories. I love to watch my stories. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then what else? I have been eating better. Okay. Good. I have been eating less. Oh, wonderful. I have been eating with less frequency. <laughs> Great. I enjoyed a bowl of air just before the show. <laughs> and a bowl of ice for dinner. And a bowl of ice for dinner. And a piece of toast for dipping. <laughs> uh, no, actually, though, I've been feeling really good. We've been eating tons of vegetables. My husband's doing, like, keto, low-carb. So we had, last night, we had Korean barbecue street tacos. Oh, that's wonderful. And a nice cucumber salad. Oh. And I've lost four pounds. Oh, wonderful. Yay! I'm for Korean. Still fat, but four pounds. No, no. no. Well, I mean, I'm, you know. No. I'm down to 186. Yay! <laughs> oh, boy. Yes. Yes. I like it. Did it. Did it. Did it. All right, then. Oh, boy. So that's what's happening with me. I like it. And also, my car is fucking up. Oh, that's not good. It's not as much fun. What? It was not one of my resolutions. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It just today was just like, oh, nope. I'm like, wait, no, you you don't get to say that, car. What do you mean? Oh, no. It was just like, yeah, gas means nothing to me anymore. It noped out on you? It did. Oh, noped right the fuck out. Nice. So now it's parked in front of the IHOP. Where it shall live Where until the end of days. <laughs> exactly. During the apocalypse, someone will come and, like, rifle through it and be like, this lady had a lot of garbage in her car. Oh, and for the listeners, free pancake day, February 25th at IHOP. Oh, yeah. Because I saw pan. an advertisement. While we were sitting at IHOP eating food. <laughs> <laughs> and watching Corinne's car. Just watching it die. Yeah. Yeah. This is the second issue I've had with my car, and I'm uh, highly disappointed. That means you got to get a Tesla. God, maybe. See? Maybe I do. Why don't you get that Model 3? It's the smallest sedan. You're listening to the Tesla Hour, y'all. Yeah, from <laughs> Tesla Studios. Um, I wish they would sponsor us, and then maybe I could have I a know, free Tesla. Please. But um, Elon! Elon, I know you're listening. Corinne's car's broke. I need to go to space! <laughs> <laughs> or get a car. Whatever. One or the other. It's One fine. or the It could yeah. go either way. Yeah. It's windy. Yeah. Look at the wind. It is so windy at my house. Well, you live in Windville. It's 60 mile an hour winds. That's windy. It's crazy. That Yeti's blowing like tumbleweeds <laughs> yes, across your property. Yes, that's all I see. Just Yetis wow. doing somersaults. That's pretty exciting. Across my field. I kind of want to see that. And so much rain. Like, I'm used to the rain. I'm in Washington. Sure. But there, it's just constant rain. It's really hard rain. Yes. At some points, um, it was hailing. And then we got a little snow. 
We're getting all the weather. We mostly at except my for house, sun. except for <laughs> we're in all the weather, but none of the good weather. None of the good um, weather. At my house, it has been what we like to call chonky rain. Chonky, which is rain snow mix. Oh. But next week's supposed to be blizzard. Yes. So prepare we'll, y'all. Get some water. Get some toast. Somebody asked me, who was it? Was it my mom? Somebody asked me yesterday, "Are you ready for the blizzard?" I'm like, "Well, I have a home." <laughs> So check. Yes. And there's some food here. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I don't know what else I'm supposed to do. I don't know. Like, if your electricity goes out, you got candles or something? Uh, my husband is the king of flashlights. Oh. He has every flashlight ever made. Oh, my God. He loves light. Well, yeah. So, yes, we're good. He is a sighted person. I'm sure he does like the light. Yeah, but he likes it to an unusual degree. Mm. Like, he really loves LEDs. That's unnerving and... that he likes light so much. Well, I mean, I think it'd be more unnerving if he loved the dark. <laughs> right? I do. <laughs> yeah, and like you. you. too. Like a weirdo vampire. Yeah, you love the dark as well. Oh, I Corinne do. Corinne and I just love to sit in the dark and <sighs> not talk to each other. I love the night. Yeah. Not the night life. That's different. Uh, just the night. <laughs> I love to stay at home in the dark. I do. Oh, my God. Everybody's always like, turn some lights on. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> so good. I don't care for the light. Oh, so we got a well installed. Mm-hmm. We were quoted at 16 grand to get a well dug. Ooh. Oh, my God. That's a month. So it's a piece of raw property. So we have to develop it. Yada, yada. Electricity. Got to bake it. Yeah. Got to make sure it's. Baked. Yeah. <laughs> In the undo for, at 400. That's right. Yes. So we got electricity check. Okay. We needed water. Got a well. Finally. Check. Yay. And they quoted us at $16,000 for the well to be dug if it went down to, I don't know, 600 feet. Okay. But they went down 90 feet and they found water. Yay. So Ooh. that's going to save me a ton of money. And I'm really excited. That is exciting. Yeah, we'll have water. <laughs> right. Y'all are going to be drinking water like bougie assholes. And then I'm going to keep some of my Monty's. Okay, I like that. I love that. Yeah. Maybe I can get some more wells or something. Or done. more IHOP. Oh, that sounds nice, too. You dig enough wells, you're going to have a pool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That sounds like fun. Mm-hmm. Or a weird series of tunnels like a mole rat. <laughs> but I would have to swim through the tunnels. Well, I mean, you know, you got to work a little. Okay. If you want to ball a lot. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So, today, we are talking about pet peeves. Ooh, I yes. do have those. <laughs> this is episode 13. 13. Too Cheap for Therapy. Lucky yeah. 13. I know, and we've had 1,000 listens. Yeah. I don't know what that means. That means that I have had <laughs> Too Cheap for Therapy playing on repeat for the last two weeks. <laughs> Yay! Yay! No, it means our tens of listeners are listening yes. a lot. It means that every episode that we've put out, people listen to it. <gasps> and totaling 1,000 listens. I'm not going to lie. I was shocked. Yeah. <laughs> like, who the hell wants to listen to us? Who wants to hear this garbage? Nobody. <laughs> except... I know I don't. Except 1,000 garbage <laughs> listeners. I know you used to ask me, have you listened? Have you listened? I'm like, I don't listen to that shit. And I only have to listen when I edit. It's awful. No. <laughs> well, thank you. Oh, but y'all are semi-voluntary listeners, yeah, and we sure do you. appreciate that. We love it. We got listeners and Patreons. Thank and you guys yeah, for that's, and being Patreons. That is exciting You business. know who you are. Oh, yeah, you do. Yes. Because you received a beautiful card in the mail. Right. And more where that comes from. Oh, okay. Um, well, once we get Kareen's car fixed, we'll come visit you. <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. Oh, but all right. <laughs> we do appreciate you from afar. Okay, great. <laughs> I can't commit to seeing that many people. That makes sense. Ever. Hey, I know something exciting. What? You want to know? I do. Do ya? Yes. Oh, all right. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll tell ya. Okay, so our dear, 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 dear friend, Kat. Oh, Kat. Miss Kat, who was a guest in episode, or I don't remember. It was a bonus episode. It was a bonus. It was bonus. talking about cats with cats. Yeah, talking about cats with cat. The bonus episode. Which is all we ever do with cat, but this time we recorded it. But then we really didn't talk about cats. We talked about 
Anus chocolate. Yeah, that's also what we talk about with Karen. Right. It's a, a tomato, tomato. Continue. Anyway, she is doing a promotion on her Instagram, Control Art Delete, mm-hmm. because she's a beautiful artist. Mm-hmm. And what she is doing is for every $10 donated to the Australian Wildfire Relief Fund, mm-hmm. which she has a link to in her bio, okay. uh, she will draw you a shitty sketch of your choice. Aww. So if you got some pet you want to see a picture of, mm-hmm. if you got, you know, you want to send her, I don't know if she'd do a dick pic, but maybe she does love animals yeah, and sure. it is for a good cause. So why not? You can ask people, that's all I'm saying. We don't know what she'll do. We don't know what she'll do. Doesn't but, hurt to ask. But I'm gonna go ahead and say she'll do it. So sure. send your dick pics. Um and she will draw you something and what we're gonna do is donate to the Australian Wildfire Relief Fund because that's some garbage yeah. and I hate it. Poor um, oh, if I see humans. if I see another picture of a koala all wrapped oh, up in like burn cream, I'm going to lose my mind because they're so fucking adorable. We're going to do that and then we're going to raffle off that picture mm-hmm. that I received from my donation. And uh, it will be of something funny. Mhm. What? I do not know. It's a mystery. We'll think of something. We'll think of something. And what you have to do to enter, Mm -hmm. if you have not yet reviewed, liked, subscribed, commented, do that. And everybody who hasn't won anything yet will be entered for January's drawing. Yes. Yeah. You have until January 20th to like, comment, subscribe, or review yeah, Some, or all of those things. You can do all of them. You can do any of them. <laughs> any or all Anything or none. Want. But if you do none, you don't get the drawing. Yes. So then we'll randomly pick someone. January 20th, you will get Kat's shitty drawing that we have chosen. Yeah, and we might get it's her to be sign great. it. And then one day when she's famous for drawing oh anuses, God, yes. then you will have a beautiful piece of history. Oh, my God. Yeah. A beautiful work of art. A beautiful, beautiful work of art. There you go. Yeah. January so, 20th, people, get on it. Get on it. It's 10 days. You got lots of time. Yeah. And it's the weekend. You can do it. So don't don't tell me, oh, I couldn't do it. 10 days is not enough dilly time. Don't dilly-dally. And I will say, you lie! <laughs> 10 days is enough time. Okay. Okay. That works. So, yeah. All right. All right. So we're talking about pet peeves. We sure are. I think the universe knew. I think the great Googly Moogly knew because I was in a really great mood uh-huh. like all week because I've been doing good. I've been eating good. I've been feeling good. I've been, you know, doing the grown up stuff. I really do want there to be a magical solution where I can just like eat all the fudge sure. and still be skinny and uh, feel good. But there's no, not. There's not. And I have to grow up and just be like, I have any vegetables. Eat your broccoli. But I really love vegetables. Sure. I just also love garbage. Yes. Um, so I just haven't had the taste for it like the sweets and stuff it's just sweets yeah. taste too sweet to me because I haven't been eating them and getting exercise feels good and makes me sleep better and it's all good so I was feeling really good and I'm like oh pet peeves this week I don't I don't I know what I'm gonna such a good mood. I don't want to complain I don't have any I love everything bullshit yeah so then my car was like <laughs> and I'm like oh I hate you I hate the you universe, universe the universe got you prepared for and they were like episode. you're welcome hey remember everything shit yeah let's talk about it remember the gap <laughs> I'll remind you. Yes. Your car's broken. And now I do. All right. Yeah. So you want to kick off your first pet peeve? Sure. What is it? Cars. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, it is. It's driving. Oh, is it? So um, there's. I figured I would go by categories because I have so much curiosity oh in my myself okay. about so many things. Sure. Uh, yeah, definitely my first one is driving. The obvious stuff, like people who don't use their blinkers. Yes. It's not hard. And it tells me right. where you're going. And I understand sometimes I'm driving and I think, it's none of your fucking business where I'm going, Karen. <laughs> but it really is. But you have to switch on that indicator to let people know, I'm taking a left pretty soon, so you need to pump the brakes and not hit me. My very biggest pet peeve is the people who don't use their blinker, then get over, then can't understand why you're upset. <laughs> like, oh, I, I knew you were getting over. I'm just mad. You like, know what? My first one is shitty drivers as well. See? Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> you know why? It's because we drive a lot. Yeah. Listeners, what's your biggest pet peeve? Is it shitty drivers? I bet it is. I bet it is, too. Yeah, I'm yep. not a fan of shitty drivers, either. Another issue I have with people who are driving is we have the hands-free laws, mm-hmm. I think, everywhere now, Probably, right? Yeah. You can't be talking on your phone with it held up to your face. Yeah. But you can talk on your phone through your car or through an earpiece or through mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. And here's the thing. Both your hands are on the wheel, but your brain is in your phone yes. call. And that's a problem. Yeah, you're distracted. Yeah. So maybe no. 
don't get those cancer results or those, you know, like don't be on the phone <gasps> oh, no. talking about serious stuff yeah. or even like talking about phone stuff and laughing and thinking about like, oh, this is great because right. you know what? Then you hit a wall. Right. Then you did. Then it's not great. Mm-mm. Nope. Don't do it. Damn. Do you really want your last words to be like, oh, yeah, that, that, that bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I kind of do want mine to be that. <laughs> your last words are, can you give me a large nacho? Yes. Oh, God. That'll be my last words. <laughs> right after that, my heart's going to explode. Great. Give me a milkshake. Bam. <laughs> and I want you to put that on my tombstone, and I want the bam included. <laughs> All caps. I'll do it. Okay. Is it just Washington State where people don't know how to zipper merge? Uh, it's, I don't know. I live in Washington State. I'm going to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> because in Virginia, we knew how to zipper merge. Right. Here, y'all don't know. Oh, it's a free-for-all. Well, I'm, uh-huh. I'm merging, right. so get out of my way. I don't care if you were already on the highway. I know you let eight cars in, but fuck you, I need yes, in. Yeah. I don't know what it is because I'm prepared to zipper merge. Like, I'm already on the highway. Someone's merging. And then I'm going to let them get in front of me. And then two more people want to get in front of me. Like, don't speed up just to be in front of one more person. Calm right. down. I know. We're all going the same direction. Calm down. Down I five. If you're going the other direction on this side of the highway, we got bigger problems. We sure do. Yes. Grandpa, so, we're taking your license. My other one related to driving is, um, I don't know if this is just in Washington. You're from Virginia. You tell me, did you ever see this when you were driving in Virginia? Yes. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> well, that was it. I have seen a disproportionate number of children running rampant in the back of vehicles. What? Like kids climbing around like like they're in a jungle gym. <laughs> what? While their parents are and typically not seat belted. Typically it's in a parking lot or in a drive-through, but I have to tell you like shit happens in those places too. I always tell my kids we are not moving the car until you're buckled. Yes. And that is because Actually, parking lots are kind of like the Wild West. They like, really are. There are stop signs. There are lines. No one follows them. Sometimes there aren't stop signs. It's just a four-way, I could stop, but you're probably not going to. We like to I call would. that a four-way. <laughs> so. A four-way, you want to go with me? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and those are dangerous people. Yes. And don't put your babies at risk. Please don't. And if your kids unbuckle themselves... You stop the car until they buckle back up, or you get out and you buckle them back up. That's right. But you don't put up with that shit. Because I remember being a child of the 80s and slip sliding around in the in the bench seat, in the back seat, mm-hmm. with no seat belt on, just, oh, we're going around the car, wee! Or sitting I, in the very back of the station wagon and fucking around in the yeah. trunk. Yeah, no, no. No. Only if you're a kidnapping victim. We, oh, God. And then you need to kick out a taillight and start waving your little hand. <laughs> That's good advice. Yes. No, they have those release trunk things nowadays. Yeah, but not if you're in an old piece of shit car. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Damn it. Kidnapper vans aren't like 2020. Oh, that's true. Town and countries. <laughs> We're talking about an old Chevy. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. I'm not a fan of the motorcyclists who drive down the center lane. Mm, like white lining. Yeah, don't white line. Yeah. It's dangerous for me. It's dangerous for you. You don't have any protective vehicle around your body. Right. Did if, you know that you're not in a vehicle? Right. You're on a vehicle. You're on a little vehicle <laughs> with two little wheels. Yeah. And if I don't see you and you're white lining and I'm changing lanes, you dead. Yeah. You and dead. if you die because you're stupid, well, I'm sorry, but you're stupid. And then I'm still going to jail. <laughs> well, or not even going to jail, but I'm going to feel like shit yeah. for the rest of my life. That's I'm going to feel like a garbage, yeah. garbage human. That's traumatizing. Don't make me feel bad. Yeah, please. Uh, you know. Uh, the, one of the issues with white lining is that in some states, I know in California, it's legal. Ooh. And that's because traffic is so well, bad yeah. on the highways that you would never get anywhere right. if you couldn't continue that's on. True. But in California, like people who are in cars aren't moving. You're in standstill traffic. You don't even have a room to switch lanes. Right. So I I get it. Yeah. But just because something's legal doesn't mean it's safe. That's true. I can go by rubbing alcohol all day, but the day that I drink it, that ain't safe. Oh, my God. I'm just saying. (laughs) That's the strangest comparison. It's it's perfectly legitimate. Have you been drinking? A little. Don't judge me. No, that's, yeah, be careful, please. And also, it's not legal here, so fuck you, please. (laughs) Fuck you kindly. Fuck you kindly. (laughs) I said good day, sir. (laughs) I said good day. (laughs) Don't talk to me or my son ever again. Psst, y'all. 
too cheap for therapy should never be considered a substitute for actual medication or therapy from a licensed professional. All opinions expressed during the show belong to the hosts only. We don't know what we're talking about. We just like to fuck around. And we hope you like to listen. Yes, so that's, uh, yeah, in general, stupidity. I mean, if you're going to drive, know the rules. Right. And don't loosely apply right. the rules. Yes. Like, actually stop when it's a stop. Literally stay in your lane. Yes. Stay in your lane, Carol. Literally. Literally. <sighs> Literally go fuck yourself. No, <laughs> Figuratively. Oh, figuratively. Oh, I would not like to see that. Oh, boy, that's not legal here either. Oh, not in public. No. Mm-mm. Oh, I think my. I know what our fi- picture's going to be for the big giveaway. <laughs> oh, my God, no. I'll make sure that doesn't happen, people. Oh. It's fine. Chad, don't listen. Chad. Chad, Chad earmuffs. Plug earmuffs. Your, yes, please. This is not appropriate for children or Chad's. <laughs> that's my first category. Mm-hmm. Uh, my next one is work. Oh, I don't care for it. (laughs) No, No, I love work, but there's only been really one time in my life where I've worked in a office setting. Mm -hmm. Still doing the same thing I do now, but in a, you know, in the same place every day, all that stuff. We had the break room and everything. And so that was a weird experience for me because my only knowledge of it was from TV, basically. Mm -hmm. Never worked in an office. I find that I don't care for the pressure to socialize. Oh. Especially because our job is very people-centric. It's very... Do you mean with coworkers? Sure. Like the normal... Uh, it's Monday. Oh, hot day. TGIF. That whole, like... Yeah, I do hate that. But most especially what I hate is when you're doing something like, say, customer service, Mm -hmm. like in a call center, Mm -hmm. and then you go into the break room and you're going to, you know, I don't know, eat birthday cake for dinner or whatever Mm -hmm. it is you're going to do that day. Um, Probably that. And there's someone else in there... It comes off as rude if you don't want to have a big conversation with them. Uh, but I'm like, I just got off the phones, yeah. and I just really need to not be talking to anybody right, right now. Our job is to talk. I don't want to talk. Uh, right sometimes now. I get home, and my husband's like, how was your day? And I'm like, ah! <laughs> no talkie. <laughs> and then that's it. We don't talk. Um, that's awesome. It's the same thing as when I was a almost all the time stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. Sometimes my husband would get home and hold his arms out for a hug, and I would go, ah! I'm all touched out. Oh, yeah. Because when you have two small people hanging on you all day long, touching your face and sitting in your lap and climbing up your back, and sometimes you just need to not be touching. Right. So, yeah. So, you go over there, and you sit down, and I go over here. Okay. Okay. But with your coworkers... No touching! What? Yeah, don't touch your coworkers. Yeah, no, don't touch them. Yes, don't. So if you're both in the break room and you're both on the phone, maybe they don't want to talk to you either. But they feel socially obligated to do it as well. This is my assumption is that nobody probably wants to talk to nobody. Yeah. But we all have this weird expectation of like, right. well, they didn't. you didn't even say hi? Yeah. How was your weekend? I, I don't care I don't about care. your weekend. It was probably shit. I, I don't, don't care. care. So was mine. Mine was... I watched the same Netflix show you did, Carol. Yeah. It's fine. Right. We don't have to talk about it. We, we sure can don't. talk about it later when we're not at work. If we want to talk at that if point, we're right? I mean, maybe we're not friends. Maybe that's the whole problem. So that's a work one. Uh, what else? Oh God, when people cook nasty food at work. Oh. Oh boy. Why? Don't. Well, we... this was no, not for me to eat. For me to smell. Oh, like fish. Oh yeah. I mean, there's some things that are jokes because they're very true. Yes. And one of them is don't cook nasty food at work. Yeah. And I'm not talking about like, oh, you think my food was nasty? I'm talking about strongly Smelling. scented foods, oh. even if it's a good smell. Yeah. I mean, I so knew. So much onion. We worked with a lot of hippy dippy woo woos. Yes. I like to call them. We love you, but we don't like your food smells sometimes. We love you, but sometimes garlic is permeating. Yes. And Too much. I don't want onion, to feel fish, like it's garlic. in my face. Right. So, um,. <laughs> You know, like physically inside my face right. holes. Because we all have to stay in that little cubicle right. with that smell for however long your shift is. Yeah, we sure do. And I do. don't want to vomit all over the desk. I. Because someone has to use that desk after me. Yeah, and I don't want to clean it up. No. I mean, I don't even mind the vomiting, but I don't feel like cleaning. <laughs> Gross. So I will just keep it to myself, please. Yeah, that's a work one. And uh, also, I have the sprawling in common areas. 
Oh, at work? Uh, yeah. Like on the couch? Well, I don't mind so much the sprawling on the couch, because I get it, you're tired. And our work, we were lucky enough to have more than one couch. Yeah. What I'm talking about is more of the sprawling of your things. Oh! Um, because yes. when you come to work with a backpack, and the first thing you do at work is unload your backpack <laughs> and set it up like your house, <laughs> you're not at home. You're at work, and I need to use this fucking space, too. So you want to move your shit, Karen? <laughs> Sometimes I like to come in and just say, Is all of this yours? <laughs> Do you really? Yeah. What a dick move. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I'm on somebody's pet peeve list Oh my for that. god, probably. But yeah. So um, that's my not-so-nice way of saying, Move your shit, Karen! I mean, you take up a reasonable amount of space. All right, sure. But the whole table, for realsies. <laughs> Sometimes I don't come in and say, Is all this yours? I just come in and sweep it all up and flip the oh. table! God. Flip it. And then I was like, oh, was that spaghetti yours? <laughs> Start setting stuff on fire. Oh, I didn't yeah. know. Oh. I want this stuff on fire. I'm sorry. Oh, I thought this was somebody else's who loves fire. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. You got any more stuff for work? What, do, what else do I have for work? Oh, just poor hygiene. Oh. You have to be extra careful about how you smell. Yeah, but when you live this close to Seattle, some people don't wear deodorant. Mm, it's not, true. Not by, like, I'm purposely going to be stinky. It's just, I get it. Normal deodorant has aluminum in it. It clogs up your pores. It gives you the cancer. I get it. But, on the other hand, you don't smell, but you're still going to get cancer. It's a, I don't know what you're supposed to do. Yeah, I have an issue with, well, we, right, we go to two extremes. We go to the one that's like, no, that shit's not healthy, and just I'm just going to rub a crystal rub a quartz, and I'm just going to hold two <laughs> sapphires under my pits, and that don't do shit. No. But there's also the people who are like, no scent ever! You know, they oh. were like very, like, we, like allergies, we're yeah. in a scent. I get it. I do get I headaches get too, yeah. if things are too strongly if, scented. Yeah. But if you just smell like... A nice, light, clean. Yeah. That's fine. I don't even care if you smell like a light, clean. I just don't want you to smell like B.O. I mean, you can smell like B.O. all day long. Yeah. But just don't stand next to me. Right? Yeah. You can I smell mean, like B.O., but you better be in your own car right. crying I mean, about I where your life like is going. I smell like B.O. after I exercise a little bit, but yeah. then I don't stand right next to people. Right? So, or you like... Mm, take a shower and raise my arms or anything so right fine, i know that's the thing and even some days okay some days i know i stink mm -hmm. i get it it's a human thing mm -hmm. some days i don't feel good some days i didn't take a shower before work because i woke up with three minutes to leave the house <laughs> and when i say some days i mean every day oh okay <laughs> but i'm certainly not gonna come get in your space yeah. you want to hug and yeah no. uh... i warn people like it i sweat a I lot stink! yes i, I tell them because mm -hmm. i sweat too much. Yeah. I think it's just because I have a lot of weight on me. So, yeah. like, walking up or down the stairs makes me sweat. Like, me. I'm dripping. Yes. Yeah, I know. So, when people are like, oh my God, I haven't seen you in so long, let me have a hug. I'm like, uh, honey, right. I'm sweaty. Mm -hmm. I'm damp. Yeah. You don't want to hug this. I love you from afar. <laughs> I am drippy. <laughs> drippy. <laughs> I'm driven. It's not fun for anybody. And really all it is is self-awareness because, yeah. sure, we all kind of have, you know, our own way of being and we don't really think about it. But sometimes you need yeah, to think about but it. But, like, I guess it's another social norm that I can't tell someone who's not a close friend, hey, you stank. Right. I can't do that. Right. I can't be like, hey, you want to borrow? I've done this before with someone who's not a close friend. Like, how oh, I got an extra thing of deodorant in my bag. You you want to use it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah. they don't take that hand. Well, like, it's the oh, same no. thing when you're like, do you want several sticks of gum and a gas mask? <laughs> and they're like, no, I'm good. And you're like, oh, great. Well, oh, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, yeah, but, you know, that's, sometimes that's all you can do. So that's why I'm saying pay attention, people. Yeah. Because we all got to live in the same space. Yeah. Especially if it's work. Yeah. We're sort of captives. So don't rub any onions under your armpits or put no. onion slices in your socks or whatever. I mean, you know, you can do that at home yeah. if you're sick and you believe in all that sort of business. But not work. at work. Not at work. Thank you. If you're sick, why don't you stay home? Yeah. If you can. Don't get me sick, Carol. Don't get me sick, Carol. Thank you, girl. Linda, God damn it, I know I got it from you. <laughs> Listen, Mary. And I don't appreciate it. <laughs> Eunice? Eunice? Uh, Eunice has been retired. She, no, she's she had to come back to work because Social Security is not what oh, it used to be. Oh, it's true. I know. As per our previous episode. Someday we're going to find her sleeping but not sleeping. Oh, no. <laughs> Eunice. Why <laughs> sprawling on the couches? Oh, my God. <laughs> 
Now I feel bad for setting Eunice's papers oh, on fire. No. <laughs> Eunice, it was your last meal and I flipped the table. <laughs> uh, She'll understand. Oh, man. Yeah. I was wondering. I thought Eunice just had B.O. Uh, turns, out. turns out she's long dead. <laughs> she been dead. Oh, 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 oh no. Oh. Uh, I have one. Oh, I love it. I love it already. <laughs> One of my pet peeves is people who pretend to know about wine, oh. or they may think that they know about wine, but the, my brother Leon and I talked about this before, because I claim to know nothing about right. wine. I'm mm -hmm. like, this color's red, this one's white, yes. I don't know anything about wine. Mm -hmm. My brother Leon taught me some things about wine, like we went wine tasting when I was in my 20s or whatever. When I was a small child. Sure. When I was six. Yes. Now, one of the people at the wine tasting bar with us was one of those people oh. who's like, oh, you can taste the notes of this and the hints of that. And, oh, it's so floral and tastes like a rainbow or whatever. That's Skittles. Yeah. <laughs> this is a bottle of Skittles. <laughs> whatever. Well, and, you were six. And then I, <laughs> I was just looking at this dude like, oh, okay, maybe I should pay attention to what I'm putting in my mouth and... Why start now? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just whatever. Oh. So Leon was basically like, yeah, that's whatever. It doesn't matter. That's some bullshit. Yeah, I he, hear him saying it. Yeah. He probably, this other guy probably doesn't know what he's talking about. He just wants to sound like he does. There are people who know what they're talking about. Like sure. my friend Emily. Somaliers. Yeah. Emily, she took her, I don't know what it is. Emily, tell me what it is. I always want to say like a board certificate license or something. Is she nationally licensed as a winologist? She's a sommelier. Oh, I like that. Yes. And she's going for Wait, her... if you're a girl, is it a sommelier? No. Oh, could it be? No, that's sexist. Oh, but you can be a waitress. No, you're a server. Well, but you could be a waitress. Not since the 1950s. Stewardess! No! I need another cigar. Right attendance. This ain't the 1950s. Oh, So I'm supposed to stop pinching butts? Yes. <laughs> it's not male man. It's male carrier. It's female man. <laughs> anyway. All right. So that was just my thing that Leon instilled in me, that everybody is bullshit when it comes to wine. Sure. They don't know what they're talking about. Unless they do, like Emily, mm -hmm. and I'm going to listen to her. But most people are just like, oh, you can taste the hints of woodchuck and the notes of nuts. and Right. <laughs> I, I taste musk. This came out of something's gland. <laughs> oh, 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 God, I probably could taste that. Ugh. And I don't want to. Uh, yeah, I have an issue with that in the greater sense of people who think that they are experts on anything yeah. when they are not. I get the opposite of that a little bit because in my house, I don't know if you know this, but I'm the only one who likes football. Oh. Um, the kids a little bit, they just get excited because of the Michael whole. Like football? No, he don't care for it. <laughs> and he doesn't know much about it. He knows a little bit because he used to watch a bit with his friend, but he's not a fan. Like he won't sit down and really watch a game with me necessarily yeah. unless it's a big one. Like oh. this Sunday, when oh, we're going to play for the playoffs. The Super Bowl? We have, no, we have two games left. And if we win both games, we go to the Super Bowl. Oh. If we lose one of those games, we're boned. Oh, okay. So, so uh, it's high stakes because high, high stakes. I'm right. on the team. I'm not on the team, but I feel like I'm on the team. All right. So I love football football and I like to watch it. Um, and so every once in a while, somebody will say, oh, what's this and that? You know, they'll say number 50 something and did this. And I'll say, oh, that's, um, oh, you know, Wagner or whatever. KJ Wright. Russell Wilson. Yeah. That's all well, I know. Yeah, he's number three, know but, Wilson. you know, everybody knows Russell Wilson. Hey, that's all I know. And then the announcer will say their name, KJ Wright, and Michael will go, oh, like he was, he thought I was just saying names. I'm like, I know who they are. Oh, that's Jimmy Stewart. Oh, my God. Oh, you go, Neil Diamond. Go for it. How did you know anything about anything? Yeah, right. It's, I don't know. I pay attention. Which is fine. And I dumb. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know, know a lot is a thing, but I know more than they do. So yeah. then they're like, ooh. I don't know what it is about people who think they know about wine. They think they're better than me. What do you think you're better than me? <laughs> I just taught my 10-year-old to say that. Anytime he Hilarious. doesn't know what to say. That's yeah. so funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I don't know what it is. Because when I go wine tasting, I listen to the people who are pouring the wine because they fucking made the wine. Sure. So they know what's in it and what it's supposed to be. Well, if anybody's like. going to, they're going yeah. to. Same thing with beer. When Stephanie and Carl opened North 47, their brewery. In, Which is delicious. Yeah, like Northeast Tacoma. Mm. 
on the water, beautiful. Check it out. You can order food from local restaurants and eat it in yes. there. Google it, North 47. It's yeah. very nice. So when they open that, I don't know anything about beer. I don't really care for it. But I went, and they talked about beer. They know about it. They learned about it. Right. They got a craft. They make it. Cool. Well, I'm yeah, they're literally making it in the back. Like, they have big yes. copper kettles and witches stirring yes. it and stuff. And I'm not going to listen to people who don't know what they're talking about. No. And it's fine if you don't know what you're talking about. Just don't misrepresent yeah. that you do know. Just say you don't know. That's what I do. I go to wine tasting, and I'm like, hey, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. This tastes like apples. Are there apples in this wine? And, and they're like, like, no, ma'am. No, not nope, at all. It's this, banana wine. This isn't apple juice. This is mango juice. <laughs> Great. So that's one of my pet peeves. That's a big one. Have you written a book and always wanted to publish it? Don't know where to start or who to contact? No problem, friend. You should contact Square Penny Publishing. My friend Kenise Marshall published her book with Square Penny, and you should too. They'll help you publish, print, and digitize your book, so it'll get into the hands of your readers. Search Square Penny Publishing on the internets and like them on Facebook today, or tomorrow, or whenever you get around to it. Hi, my name's Jeff Richardson. I'm a fan of this program you're listening to, and I'm also a podcaster myself. I do several, but one that I really think you might enjoy, it's called Everything is Awesome. It's me and a friend cover of Neon Genesis Evangelion. I also do really cool interviews with other artists and podcasters, stand-up comedians. Come on over, check it out. Everything is awesome. Find us on Facebook and uh, on Twitter, at EIA Podcast. What Don't. do you have? Hmm. Your next one, ma'am. Mine. My next five. We're just complaining. <laughs> That's why I wanted to do this episode. I'm like, oh, I got so much to yell about. <laughs> um, I would say my next one has to do with things at home. Mm-hmm. People who act like they cannot see anything at home. Like, for example, I'm walking through the room, taking large, exaggerated steps over all your shit, <laughs> and you're like, oh, oh, that, oh that's mine. I, mm, how'd that get there? Bitch, you've been watching me step over it for an hour. Pick it up. Pick it up. Pick it up. Yeah. And that goes for anywhere, really. Yeah. If your shit's everywhere, don't pretend. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Where did this come from? Put it away or throw it away. Put it away or throw it away or I will. That's it. I told the kids years and years and years ago when they were just little babies. Mm -hmm. I said, if Legos are on the floor, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But everything that's on the floor gets swept up. Uh Uh-oh. And everything that gets swept up goes in the trash. Oh, no. And... Did their little hands start picking up Legos? No, I just threw Legos away. (laughs) (laughs) And they never had toys since. Oh, it worked out really well. (laughs) One of mine... People who are mean to servers. Oh, mine's, yeah, I got that one, too. How are you going to be mean to somebody who's not making minimum wage, living off tips? Working really hard. Yes. That's a physical job. dumbass. Yeah. And it's interesting to me that people, because I worked at Starbucks for three years when Mm -hmm. I was in college. So I dealt with, you know, some of the best customers and some of the fucking worst customers. And it was always interesting to me that someone will come in and complain and whine and fuss about nothing to the person that they're getting the service from. Treat them like they're nothing. And yet if we close because no one wants to work as a coffee server... You're going to be pissed as hell. Yes, I don't understand. I worked at Dunkin' Donuts for a while in Virginia. Same same thing. I had my favorite customers who were just so nice for no reason, which is great. That's what you're supposed to do. That's by default. Just be a nice person. Yeah. You don't have to be overly nice. You don't have to, you know, give me all the money, even though that would be great. Give us all the money. Give us all the money. Patreons. Yeah. But... You know, then I had my least favorite customers who I dreaded. And it's just they're having a bad day every fucking day. Uh But don't take it out on me. I didn't do anything to you. It's just interesting to me that you look at somebody and say, you have what I want. You piece of shit. Yeah. Like, how do you think you're going to get what, what I want? 
and then they're like, my coffee's not right. Yeah, you wanted it in two seconds, and you didn't want me to look while I was making it because it offends you. And then you wonder why you've got, you know, all kinds of garbage in your cup. Yeah. With mine, my experience as, I I never worked in the restaurant industry as a server. I never did either. I always wanted to, though. I didn't want to because I was afraid of just that. People. I was the opposite because I thought that I would be really good at it Mm -hmm. because at the time, when I was a youngin', I had a very good memory. Mm -hmm. Quick personable as well. Like a cat. Oh, my. Quick. Here's your shit. Never got hired. Don't understand why. Because you kept going like that. Maybe. (laughs) When I worked at Dunkin' Donuts, I worked at a commissary in the next. That's Uh um, on the military base. Sure. In no folk, Virginia. No folk. (laughs) How many folk? No folk. You can tell who's not from there. Yes. You're supposed to say Norfolk. Norfolk. But it's spelled Norfolk. Norfolk. But you're supposed to say Norfolk. Norfolk. <laughs> anyway, so I Norfolk. I worked in the commissary at the food court. So I worked at the Subway, Dunkin' Donuts. Are you fast. calling it Dunkin'? Maybe. I feel like you're calling it Dunkin' Donuts, and I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> No, I'm gonna donk a donk a donk donut. Now I have to call my sister Tiffany and ask her, well, how do you say it? Because I think we say Dunkin' Donuts. You say, why in Africa we say Dunkin'? <laughs> in Norfolk we say Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> why? What's wrong with you? Anyway, when I worked in Norfolk at Dunkin' Dunkin' Donuts. Now you can't even say I it, right? Dunkin' Donuts. Anyway. Doinkin' Doink Donut. <laughs> anyway, worked in the food court. So I got to see all types of people. Getting their sweets, getting their sandwiches, whatever. Mm-hmm. Getting all Drinking the their sauce. sugar coffee, sure. getting their sugar foot. Sure. It's just so interesting to see how people react negatively by them not telling me what they need. It's just communication. Like, they get up there and they're like, oh, can I have a small coffee? Yes. Uh, can I have some cream? Yes. It's over there in that station. Oh, no, I want you to put it in. Oh, okay, no okay. problem. Super. One pump. Here you go. Uh, I'm mad now because I wanted three pumps. Why the fuck you tell me that? Yeah. Why you tell me that? Right? So, don't be mad at me. I know, that's the thing. And it was the same thing at Starbucks. People, Everybody wants you to read their mind. I want, uh, orange Valencia mocha. Okay, great. You know, that's about a half a cup of syrup, but I'm not going to say anything because that's what you want. And then I had it to them, they go, too sweet! And I... <laughs> You ordered candy, ma'am. Candy drink. And I didn't want to tell you to your face what a fat fuck you being by ordering all this sugar sweet drink. So over the drive-thru, I'm like, hello, this is Starbucks. Are you a fat fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and I would say, uh, yes, I am. Oh, well, then I'll get you your orange mocha. Hang on a minute. <laughs> sugariest drink you have? We also, you, here's another pet peeve just from having worked in the food service industry because we did have a drive-thru. Mm-hmm. So, we, you know, everybody goes, oh, Starbucks, so you think you're better than McDonald's? Oh, you think you're better than me? <laughs> I'm like, wow, Linda, you need to bring it down a fucking notch. Oh, Linda. But uh, we did have a drive-thru, so we got, you know, the the worst of the experience, oh, too, yeah. which is people screaming at you through the drive-thru. Um, and we had a, a lovely lady who used to drive through every day in her, not quite a camper van, but a camper van. Okay. Like, you know, you could have put eight people in there and driven yeah. them to Wenatchee and yeah, had, a, sure. had a bonfire or you something. Pick some apples. Exactly. So she would drive through every day. Multiple times a day, which we had a lot of customers who came in multiple God times a day. Damn, just yeah, get a coffee and then they're like, I don't know why I can't lose any weight. And I'm like, Because you're drinking sugar water. Here's your eighth sugar drink of the day. But whatever you want to do, I don't give a fuck. And also, here's another thing uh, side conversation. If you want a venti frappuccino every morning at four o'clock in the morning, you're not addicted to coffee. You're addicted to sugar. Yeah, that's just sugar. Because there's very little coffee in that, ma'am. Although Frappuccinos do have a high percentage of caffeine. They're actually one of the highest caffeinated drinks, satin drip coffee, which is weird. And people give them to their kids, and then they wonder, why why am I scraping my kids off the ceiling again? (laughs) And I say, God damn it, Carol, it's because you're giving them sugar and coffee. It's not because he has ADHD? No, honey, you're giving him too much coffee. Mm -hmm. Or it's mixing poorly with his ADHD meds. Yeah, it could go either way. (laughs) I don't know. My kids drink coffee. They love coffee. I don't mind. I give them a cup of coffee every morning. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, eh. they like it. Meh. Whatever. Everybody likes it. Murga! Anyway, the lady who'd go van. through the drive through in her camper van several times a day only wanted four 24-ounce ice waters. What? Four 24-ounce ice waters. Isn't that, like, free? Yeah, but here's the problem. When you come through three times a day and you want four 24-ounce cups full of ice We're and water... We're going to charge you for the cups. 
and a cup holder, oh, yeah. you're going to need to start buying something. Yeah. And we were very lenient. Like, you could come in and use a bathroom. We're not going to bother oh, you about right. buying stuff. You could come in and have a cup of drip coffee, and then you could get, you know, four refills, 10 yeah. cents each. We're not going to, you and know, be weird. for 24 hours. You, sure. can, you can be here from open to close. close we don't up. fucking care, you know. Close up, Carol. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're like, do you want a job? Because you're here more than we are. Off the floor, Mary. But that was perfectly fine. A lot of people would bring, because we had free Wi-Fi, which at the time was more Amazing. rare, yes. right? And so they would come and do their work or whatever, yeah. or on online dating. I don't care. Hey, you know what? You find your love. You sure. do it. Make your love. Don't okay. make love at no. Starbucks, no. please. But find your love. Yes. Make your love. love at the Starbucks. You only do that at the hotel right. or at home or in your hotel, motel, Ooh. holiday inn. Okay, so what did this Carol character do? She just kept coming through and coming through. So finally, the manager was like, I feel stupid, I feel bad, but I have to say something. This is, you know, we can't do this for days and days and days on end. Finally, he was like, ma'am, I understand you need all the water. Just, <laughs> but at that point, just go to the grocery store and get water. Right. And so he says, at some point, we're going to have to start charging you at least for the cups, right. you know, because we are, it's inventory. Yes. She went off on this big tirade of like, well, I like your water because it's filtered and it's cold and I have hot flashes and I it just saves my life when I can just come and get the water. And this, uh, We're like, and then we just close the window. <laughs> and then just look at her like, I can't, I can't hear you. The window's closed. I don't, you should go. We don't know how to open the window. Yeah, and then that's it. Yeah. Oh, and is that how it was solved? Yeah. <laughs> she just never returned? No, she came back every day four times a day. We just kept the window closed. I can't, I, I, I can't. <laughs> We don't have any more water at this location. Go to McDonald's. Just mouthing it. Karen, <laughs> get a hose. <laughs> yeah, what was the deal? I, I don't know. She could literally go to the groceries. She just didn't want to pay for it. I, I mean. think, honestly, I think she didn't want to get out of her car. Mm, that's not good. No, it's not good. Honey, you got to leave that camper van You got to get out sometimes. But if you're drinking four giant fucking waters, you better be getting out to pee. Hey guys, it's Kanice, author of the Willow Song series, featuring my debut novel, The Call from the Willow, now available on Amazon. And coming summer of 2020, the second installment of the Willow Song series, The Calling of Kings. And you're listening to Too Cheap for Therapy. Did you ever stop to think you had what it takes to take those visions and images you've been thinking of day in and day out and finally put them to paper, finally release them into the world? Well, friend, stop and look no further because the tools and resources you need are available. Join Kenise Marshall and Tiffany Thompson on Writerish, a weekly podcast where we discuss the ins and outs of writing for aspiring writers. Next pet peeve. Oh, I'm ready for it. Oversharers, let me preface, who aren't my friends. Oh, okay. Thank you for prefacing. You're welcome. I was like, oh, God, I'm on your list. No. <laughs> I don't mind if you're my friend. If you're a little bit more of an acquaintance, that's fine. If you're you a can... stranger on the bus. No, that's oh. when I draw the line. Okay, stop sharing. I mean, if I'm going to a job, and this is the first time I'm meeting you, in the first two hours of our assignment, I know how many kids you have. I know your husband's name. I know where you used to live, how much your mortgage is. This is too much, Mary. Right. This is too much oversharing. I right. don't need to know you on this Cynthia, level. Shut it! <laughs> yeah, I don't... I mean, there's a fine line between making pleasant conversation yes. and telling me literally everything that's wrong in your life. Yes. You need a therapist. Right. Or you need to be alone. Or I mean, you... I don't know what you need, but not me. Right. If they paid me for that time, that'd be fine. Like, sure. I'll listen to you. I'll give you my opinion about... Which, by the way... your husband said last night. Sure. Patreons, you're paying us. Yes. You ask us whatever you want. We yes. give you... We give you shitty advice we'll for free. We'll give you sound advice that we think is correct. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm invested in my friends, so when they come to me and they're like, let me share about XYZ, great. I'm here for you. Oh, yeah. But when you're a fucking stranger, I don't... I mean, it's different when you're in the grocery line and person's like oh you know i'm having a bad day and that's it great very surfacey conversation but when i'm stuck in a place with you for four hours and i don't know you from adam and you're telling me everything stop that 
Yeah, I, I've known people who've done that, and I've stood behind them in the grocery line, and I'm like, I get it. You guys really like each other. Yeah. Can you get some coffee together yeah. instead of holding up the fucking line? Nice. Let's move it along, Mary. I got kids to pick up! Because <laughs> typically, I'm going grocery shopping right before I pick up my kids. Oh, speaking of children. Oh, God. My... They're your, your top pet peeve. Kids! No. Hate them! No, not just kids. Oh. Disrespectful kids. Oh, little shits. But that all reflects most of the time on the parents. Sometimes sure. you just have a demon, demonic, Damien type character, yeah. I guess. Spawn. And, you, and, and the parents can't help it, I guess, sure. No. I th- or, they need, or the kid needs medication. That's fine. Or they have something else going on, like on the spectrum. What did Heather say? Like level three? Where there's yeah. self-harm and other right. stuff is going on. Like clearly there's there's bigger issues right. that they, they're dealing with. I get it. But I mean, I can see like if they're nonverbal, if this, if that, cool. I'll Whatever. I'm not judging you. But if your kid is running wild in a store, cursing at employees, pulling shit off the shelf, we need to talk. Yeah. I don't know you, but I'm going to talk to you. Right. And I have that pet peeve, but I also have the opposite. And it's directed at the adults who Uh may not be anything to these kids. These are just rando kids. Kids are humans and kids have bad days. True. And kids get in shitty moods and kids feel some kind of way and they don't know why. Yes. And it's even worse for them because they don't know how to express it. Mm-hmm. Other so than pulling shit off shelves and cursing at people. Right. So I say Deal with it, bitch. No. <laughs> no, uh, I think that you have to keep your children under control because it's your job and your legal responsibility. Yes, but I think as an adult, if you run into a kid who doesn't want to smile back at you, yeah, you don't need to be shitty about yeah, it. I don't care about that. It's just when they're disrespectful in all sense of the word, not just, oh, the little kid won't give me a hug. I don't care. It's your body. You do you. It's when they're looking at me and spitting on me or, like, kicking me in the shins and, like, I don't even know you. Get this fucking hellion away from me. Where are you meeting these children? Well, no, it's been a long time. But okay. Like, but that'll stick with you, yes. really. You have some PTSD with that. Like, it, it was just, like, in the stores long, many years ago, but... They weren't spitting on me. <laughs> well, there are. There's one style of parenting which says that you know your kids are going to act appropriately when in public, and mm-hmm. you're going to do what you have to do to enforce that. And believe me, I've left grocery carts of food. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. taken my children outside and said, "We're going to miss this next activity right. because you are being an asshole." Because of you. Yes. I don't call them an asshole, well, but they know. Not, yeah. I mean, it's them. <laughs> yeah, I get it, and it all comes back to parenting. Yeah, because I've seen situations, television shows too, where. What is that show? My kid's out of control or whatever. And Like I, Super Nanny or that kind of probably, stuff? Probably, yeah. Uh-huh. I saw one where this girl must have been seven or eight, and she was literally punching her mother. And yeah. the mom was like, oh, honey, don't do that. That hurts mommy's feelings. Like, honey, you need to take this kid somewhere and get some real therapy. Yeah. Because this is not appropriate for anybody. Yeah, no, it's not. You're and letting this child abuse you, and now the kid is going to feel superior and know, oh, I can just beat up people on the street. Great. But the problem with that is if a kid has grown up learning it's okay to punch their mother, there's a lot bigger stuff going on. That's and true. clearly mom probably needs some assistance as yes. well. Accurate. Yeah, because that's never okay. True. Yeah, so uh, kids don't beat up your moms and dads. Please don't. Moms and dads don't let your kids be assholes in public. Yes. Ooh, I have one. Mm Mm-hmm. For emergency situations, which crop up now and then. I mean, sure. you might be walking past somebody and they just, you know, implode. Oh, they just okay. Turn well, inside out. Then there's nothing I can do about it. You don't know. I mean, I've been in public and I have um, been in very close contact with someone who just randomly had a heart attack. <gasps> oh, no. Which is horrifying. And then I also had a f- good friend who was. Um, had What's her... your pet peeve? People who. Yeah, don't have a heart attack. <laughs> Listen, bitch. I know you think you're real dramatic. I gotta get to work. Uh huh. You were holding up the line, Karen. <laughs> get out of Wait, uh, no. So my pet peeve with with emergency situations is please, please take a minute, even right now. Take a breath. Take a minute. Mm-hmm. Evaluate your own self honestly and say, in an emergency situation, am I an asset 
or a liability. Ah. And if you are a liability... Get the fuck out the way. Get the fuck out the way. I got you. Because if you can't do something like pull out your phone and call 911... If you don't know CPR. If you don't know CPR, that's perfectly fine. We are not all trained to be in... I don't, so I step aside and make phone calls. Right? But what you don't do is start screaming and running in circles and losing your damn mind. You've seen this? I've never seen anyone do that, but I like to think about it because it sounds funny to me. Um, No, but I've seen people, I mean, say there's... a car accident mm-hmm. and suddenly you know everybody either stops their car yeah. or starts pulling over in a janky manner and oh, making yeah. themselves a hazard so if you're not going to help at least don't exacerbate the problem um i tend to be very good in emergency situations i think because we have had some training as far as like emergency mm-hmm. calls 911 calls that sort of stuff so i sort of have like a good centering for that right. A lot of people don't, and that's fine. Just step aside. But just know that about yourself, okay? Even if it's someone that's very close to you, like, say, your child or something, you need to know that you getting in the face of a first responder because you're terrified is not helping the situation. If they're saying, come away from there, they're saying it for a reason, and it's because you can't help right right now. You screaming in the EMT's (sighs) ear is not helping the situation. Right. So very, very difficult in the moment, but you really have to stop and say, okay, how can I be a benefit in this yeah. situation. I um, had a friend of mine who was over one day, and her son, her children were with her. They were toddlers, and my kids were toddlers. And um, her son wasn't feeling well, and he had a febrile seizure. Oh wow! And um, so, of course, you know, terrifying, yeah. right? So she doesn't know what's going on with him. I'm not sure, but I'm uh, like a medical nerd, so I'm mm-hmm. thinking. I told her I think it's a febrile seizure. It's okay. I'm calling 911. I'm putting the dogs away. I'm getting, you know, I got her stuff together and his stuff together so when the ambulance came they could go with their stuff and not be later going oh my god I don't have my coat I don't have my purse I don't have my phone got everybody settled situated they zoom off in the ambulance he turned out totally fine they observed him for a while said hey guess what it's a febrile seizure it's because he was feeling punky and um, when they're little like that sometimes when they get too hot like too feverish they tend to and it can happen really quickly Um, and as soon as she left I sent my kids into their room to play, and then I went and had myself a little breakdown because it's terrifying, yeah. right? But in the moment... you got to hold your shit together. You need to take care of business, right. please. And then later you can cry about it. Exactly. Good. Absolutely, you freak out about it. After that person had a heart attack, I yeah. was at an event with my kids, and I went up a different floor of the building to use the restroom because it was after hours, mm-hmm. and that was the only one that was open. And there was a man there with his friend, and he was having a heart attack. Nice. I mean, he fell off a bench, and he threw up, and he oh, no. was clearly not well. I called 911 for them, and... And went and got them some paper towels and said, is there anything else I can do for you? And then I went back downstairs, went into the restroom down there and had a breakdown because that's horrible. (laughs) But, you know, at the time, do what you can do. And if you can't do anything, don't do anything. Just get out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that could be the opposite where people see a situation happening and they think, Oh, someone else will take care of that. What's that? The bystander effect? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, someone else probably already called 911. I always call 911. Right. And they usually say, oh, we've already gotten 12 calls about this. Great. Right. I'm number 13. It doesn't do any harm. But 911 does not mind when you do that. Right. Definitely do call. But keep it together, right. people. They prefer to have more information because maybe me saying, oh, the vehicle was colored blue. That's some information that the other 12 people didn't know. Maybe. Right. Or just call and just scream. that's helpful too no it's not it's just i don't know cpr so i don't get close to whatever's happening i i call because i know i'm not of an asset unless people are like hey go get this thing okay i can retrieve everything do you want to take a cpr class no i don't why not it's me what if someone needs it do you know it greatly statistically greatly increases the chances of people living true Okay. okay it'll be fun I get to do it on those dummies. Oh, oh, I love it. Let's do it. I'm going to schedule it. Yes. Oh, okay. Even if it's for something like somebody choking, that shit happens all the time. Like yeah. Heimlich maneuver. <laughs> Heimlich. It's more of a gesture. Yes. Not you know, maneuver. Uh, the Dr. Heimlich who came up with that maneuver actually, um, God, I should look up the story, but I believe the story is he had someone do it to him in a restaurant when he was elderly. He choked and someone gave him the Heimlich maneuver. Oh, wow. 
Full circle. Full circle. And then he died. I'm done. That's, no, he didn't. Of that? I don't know. I mean, he's like, dead. Like, he didn't do it successfully? Oh, God, the story got dark. No, I think he survived that. Oh, God. But it then later... Like, oh, God, thank, thank God I yes. invented that. Thank him all. Nine! I will live. We... Hey guys, it's Kanice, author of the Willow Song series, featuring my debut novel, The Call from the Willow, now available on Amazon. And coming summer of 2020, the second installment of the Willow Song series, The Calling of Kings. And you're listening to Too Cheap for Therapy. Hey y'all, this is Kareen and Marianne. And we want to take a moment to tell you how much we appreciate your contribution on Patreon. It's with your support that we can give you our classic banter, our dick talk, our pseudo advice, and other hilarious anecdotes. So if you'd like to help support our podcast and get exclusive content, go to patreon.com slash too cheap for therapy and give us a dollar or two. hate everything (laughs) (laughs) um etiquette group texting come on folks don't we all know that's just holding people hostage because your phone doesn't give you an opportunity to bail out of that well iphone kind of does where you can click hey don't chirp at me when these people send a group message right it's rapid fire you just turn it off but don't make it look like I've left the group because that's weird. <laughs> right. That's so, God, what a specific thing. <laughs> Thanks, iPhone. Like, well, I want to look polite, but I never want to hear from these people. Oh, my God. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, Um, that's an issue for me. Everybody hates group texting, and yet people still start group texts. Yes. Well, it's one thing if it's for a specific reason. Mm-hmm. Like, we have X event coming up. Like, we do often that's with our plan. coworkers. Yeah. Hey, we're all going to this workshop out of state. Who wants to carpool with who? Yeah. Let's get hotel rooms um, and share costs and whatnot. Yeah. But if it's just like, hey, does anybody want to do this one thing? And then you have to go through 18 people saying, no, and who is this? Um, then please, no, stop it. Just stop it. I don't care for it, and neither does anyone else. <laughs> it always makes me so happy when I'm part of those group conversations. And then at the bottom, in very small font, it says, such and such has left the group. (laughs) Yeah, what I like to do is set up a group text with everyone I know Uh and then leave the group. (laughs) (laughs) Talk amongst yourselves. I just want y'all to have fun. Rhode Island isn't a road nor an island. Talk amongst yourselves. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. It's not an island, is it? Mm -mm. What the fuck? All right, well, (laughs) blew my mind. Um, Here's another one. When you're in a public restroom, mm-hmm. even if you're a piece of shit, picture this, you're a piece of shit, sure. <laughs> and you don't wash your hands after you Ew, use the bathroom. Okay. I know it's gross, but there are people like that. Mm-hmm. If someone's in there, and you're that person, can you just wash your hands just so they feel better? Just pretend. <laughs> just, I mean, just God, because when I'm in a bathroom stall, and I hear someone leave their bathroom stall, and then walk directly you out the door. running water. Oh, I'm skewed <laughs> as fuck! Oh, no! At least splishy splashy to make me. I'm pretending. Yes. I'm washing. That's how I know you're faking. But I don't care. I give you points. Hey, I'm washing my oh, hands. God. Lady in the oh, gotta do what I always do and wash my hands. God. You should be washing your hands, you, you nasty bent. Oh. <laughs> Did you call him nasty bent? Yes. What's that mean? I don't know, but it ain't good. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Nasty um, bent. Yeah, so that's gross. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, I think we already talked about this, people who are shitty with wait staff. Yes. Um, that tells you a lot about a person, how they treat wait staff. It really does. Yeah. And uh, no tippers. Oh, yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Because if you are going out to eat and you don't want to pay this person for their service, at least nominally something yes. for their effort. And even if the service is not great, nine times out of ten, that's not the server's fault. Right. They either have too many tables, yes. the kitchen has fucked up the orders, and yet they're the ones who always bear the brunt right. of it. So sometimes I tip well just to make up for the right. fact that I see you're having a tough day. It's like, my food is cold. That's not the server's fault. Right. Sorry. Unless you watched them stand there with it, you yeah, know. Look at you in the eyes. Rubbing an ice cube on it <laughs> while they stare you down. 
sure. Then maybe you don't go to that restaurant. <laughs> but yeah, oh, so treat, you know, just treat people like you want to be treated. Yes. And wash your hands. Please. And then you're good. You're like 90% good if you can do that. And drive better. Right? Also, if you're the dickweed, mm-hmm. like say I don't know you very well. Okay. We go to a restaurant to have a cup of coffee or something. Don't drag me down with you by being an asshole to a server. Because you know what? If anything happens to your food, it's probably going to happen to mine, too. And I'm nice. And oftentimes, I will have to slip a tip to the waitress or wait staff or waiter or sommelier or whoever it is or the flight attendant. called server. Sure. (laughs) And uh, and say, I'm not really with them. I'm going to slip you a tip. Yeah. Here's a tip. Don't serve that dick. (laughs) And that is a good tip. It works. Um, Typically, I don't go out with people like that, but sometimes you think people are okay, and then you go out with them and go, oh, my God, you're acting a fool, showing your ass out here? (laughs) Oh, that's not good. Nope. So I have a lot more than that. Yeah, so I found some articles that are, uh, you know, advising sort of like how not to lose your shit. Things like that. If you're into the hippy dippy woo woo, there's a website called Zen Habits. And they have some ideas about things that you can do to sort of like calm yourself because ultimately all we can affect is our own behavior, That's right? True. There's a wired article that explains why swearing is good for you. Oh, yeah. I'm a big fucking fan of that. <laughs> um, As am I. Why it is, uh, you feel less pain when you're able to swear. It, it's assistive in a lot of ways and I think when you're uh, experiencing a pet peeve firsthand maybe sometimes maybe sometimes in your car you just go fuck sticks you don't like sticks no like like as one word like fuck sticks oh I thought you were talking about the band sticks no like maybe you call somebody a nasty bit but not to them nasty bit yeah just in your car <laughs> or in your mind you dirty Farmer. Yeah, and like, I'm telling you. Awful curse yeah, words. Right? These aren't good. At you all. dirty fucking bird. That's when I like to yell a lot. Um, yeah, and oh uh, sometimes that'll make you feel better. Sure. And sometimes it'll make you feel silly, and then it'll make you laugh, and then that'll make you feel better. Because oh. laughter, she is the best medicine. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, and don't punch anybody in the neck. Yeah, I would advise against that as well. You can think it. Sure. We have one of those mixed martial arts dummies at home. It's like a dude. So you punch him in the neck? Yes. <laughs> I see my kids now walk in to use the treadmill because we have a little gym. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll see my 10-year-old and they're just going to town going, face nuts, face nuts. That's I'm how like, you do it. Yeah, do it, Jules. Do it to it. Face nuts, face nuts. Yeah, because you got to get your frustration out somehow. That's right. And that is a good physical way. There you go. You know, just keep it together, people. Mm-hmm. Try your best. Yeah. And commiserate. Yes. With folks who feel the same. With actual friends, not just people who talk at you and overshare. Why do you look at me when you say that? Uh, I don't know. We, we'll talk after this. Oh, my God. <laughs> More talking? Corinne, we need to talk. Oh, no. <laughs> Shall we do a sign-off? Um, yes. Okay. <laughs> don't let your pet peeves get the best of you. You nasty bent. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, have a day. Oh, have a day. We're so cheap, so cheap. Too cheap for therapy. We're cheap. We're cheap, cheap. We're so cheap, so cheap. Won't pay for therapy. I say we're cheap, we're cheap, cheap, we're so cheap, so cheap, we do our own damn therapy, we're cheap, we're cheap, cheap, we're so cheap, so cheap. Come get your therapy for free.